Let's get into God's Word. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, we're learning around here to get a grip on our lip. We're bringing things that are out of line back into alignment. One of the areas is our thinking, but another important area that we must make sure that is in line with the Word of God is our speaking. Amen? One man of God said this years ago. He since went on to be with the Lord. He said, Our lives begin to end the day that we become silent about things that matter. So that tells me this, that silence is not always golden. Now, if you're a parent, you may think that. Now, listen, if the devil who is under our feet can get us to disobey God's commandments to speak words, if he can't get us to succeed in the area of speaking doubt, speaking disease, and speaking those things that are contrary to the Word of God, plan A is the devil wants you to speak words of death. Because death and life are in the power of the tongue. But plan B is, is the devil wants you to be silent. He just flat wants you to shut up. And I will not be silent. I shall not be silent where the Word of God is concerned. Because the Word in our hearts and on our lips is a powerful thing that makes the devil nervous. In Psalm 107 verse 2 it says, Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. If you are in fact redeemed, you need to start saying it. I'm redeemed from the curse. I'm redeemed from spiritual death. I am not going to go to hell. I'm going to heaven. Because I have been redeemed from spiritual death. Jesus was made sin for me with my sinfulness. That I might be made righteous with his righteousness. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Notice he didn't say think so. He didn't say believe so. He said let him say so. It seems to me like something ought to be said. About our redemption. He has redeemed us you know. Christ purchased our freedom, redeeming us from the curse, the doom of the law, by being made a curse for us. For it is written, cursed is everyone that hangs on a tree. Don't lose in life by default. Step up, saints. Step up. To the plate of God's word. And speak what he said about you. 
See, God has said a lot of things about us. But what are we saying about what God said about us? It's vital that you come into agreement with God and His Word and believe it and speak it. Now look with me at Psalms. Did I say verse chapter 33? All right, now let's look at Psalm 33. Verse 6, and that always pays rich dividends to bring your Bible to church. Oh, I guess we got her fixed. It says, by the word of the Lord were the heavens made. Do you believe that? God saw that the earth was dark and without void, without form. And God said, let there be light. Okay. By the word of the Lord were the heavens made and all the hosts of them by the breath of his mouth. Notice with me in verse 8 and 9. Glory to God. Mm -mm -mm. This is so good. See, I've already eaten this. So I know how good it is. (laughs) How many cooks we got in the house? How many, you, how many of you ladies or you gentlemen, you know, taste your own cooking? Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know, you're over the stove and, you know, I'm not going to go into types of food because it's getting toward noon. <laughs> but uh, you're tasting it. Mmm, tastes good. Tastes good. Oh, yeah, that, that, maybe just a little bit more of this. And you take another, ooh, that is just right. You eat a serving or two before you actually do the serving. Well, I've eaten several servings (laughs) of what I'm about to preach. And I'm telling you, it's good. You know, the psalmist said, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. So let's hook together. Amen. Father, thank you for your word. We receive it with thanksgiving in Jesus' name. Amen. Now notice with me in verse uh, Psalm 33 and verse 8 and verse 9. Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of him. For he spoke and it was done. He commanded and what happened? It stood fast. So God said it and it became. Now, you and I are made in the likeness of God. God speaks out of his heart. You are created in the image and likeness of God and are created to speak his word out of your heart. Now, in Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 1, it says that we are to be imitators of God as dear children. Now, the word imitators there means mimickers. We are to mimic our father. If you have sons or if you have daughters, you'll notice that your sons and your daughters absolutely mimic what you do. So be careful what you do. We are to imitate him as children 
of the Most High God. If our Father speaks and things become, we must act like Him and speak and have what we say. Amen? Our Father operates by faith. Look with me at Romans chapter 4, verse 16 and 17. He operates by faith. I operate by faith. Say that with me. I operate operate by faith. faith. I walk by faith. I I see by faith. And I talk by faith. faith. Notice with me now in Romans chapter 4. And verse 16 and verse 17. Romans the fourth chapter. It says here. Therefore it is of faith. That it might be by grace to the end. That the promise might be sure to all the seed. Not to that only which is of the law. But also which is of the faith of Abraham. Who is the father of us all. Now notice with me in verse 17. As it is written. This is God speaking. I have made you, Abraham, the father of many nations. Before him whom he believed, even God, who quickens the dead. So we serve a God Who has the ability to quicken dead things. He raises. He heals. And he quickens. The word quicken there means to make alive. He said that God quickens the dead. When he was speaking to Abram or to Abram in this particular area. Abram. Needed a quickening. Why? Because Abram was an old man. And God said, Abram, Sarah, I'm a God who quickens the dead. Don't you worry for a moment how old you are. Don't even consider it. But instead of considering your body almost a hundred years old, now about dead... Consider what I'm saying to you. Consider that I'm a quickening God. Consider that I'm a God who can raise you. Consider that I am a God who watches over what I've said about you to perform it. In other words, if God said it, it's going to be. Because the God who said it said, light be. He quickens the dead. Oh, hallelujah. Now, here's what I want you to see here today as we introduce this message to you. And calleth those things which be not as what? How do you call something? You call something with words. God saw the darkness... And he called light. God looked at Abram and Sarah. And in his divine will. And in his sovereignty. He said you know what. I call you. 
the father of many nations. This was impossible with man. But the things that are impossible with man are possible with God. When God calls the shots, agree with him. There are a lot of things that God has called you. He has called you blessed. What are you calling yourself? He has called you strong. What are you calling yourself? He has called you the head and not the tail, above and not beneath. Call yourself what God has called you in his word. Amen. See, if you can't find it in the word, you can't call yourself it. See, I can't call myself a billionaire because I can't find it in the word. I can call myself with my needs met. I can call myself rich. But I can't find anywhere in the Bible where it says Mark Thomas is a billionaire. But I can find I'm an heir of God, a joint heir with Jesus Christ. I cannot call things that God hasn't called. He's calling the shots. But on the other hand, don't let religious traditions back you down or back you off of speaking what God's word says about you. Well, you're part of the blab it and grab it group. You're part of the name it and claim it group. You're part of the confess it, possess it group. Well, I'm telling you what. I'm one guy who blabbed it and grabbed it. But I'm only blabbing what God has already said. Do you get that? He said, as it is written, I have made you a father of many nations. This is before they even had a child. You know what Sarah did when she heard the news? She laughed. How could this be? Well, you know what? There, they had a son and his name was Isaac. And you know what Isaac's name means in Hebrew? It means laughter. Hallelujah. Make sure then that you identify what God's word says about you. He calls those things which be not as though they were. Now listen, this principle... Calling those things which be not as though they were have got to be in line and in conformity with God's word. Now, I've been around this for over 30 years and I've seen people get in the ditch with this. I've seen, I've seen people get, you know, real zealous, you know, of speaking the word of God and, and uh, they go off and they confess all kinds of stuff that's not scriptural. And I'm going to give you some examples of that today. You cannot just arbitrarily claim things. you got to be led by God. Do you think? you got to be led by the Spirit. And have a scriptural foundation for what you're calling and for what you are declaring. Say this real strong. Faith begins... Where the, will of God Where the will of God is known. Is known. 
Faith begins where the will of God is known. Well, pastor, how do I know the will of God? Well, the will of God and the Word of God are one and the same. So if you want to know God's will, go to the Word. And the Word will show you the will of God. Amen? And then you can have faith for it. Now, faith begins where the will of God is known. And Romans ten seventeen says that faith comes what? By hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Amen. So let's talk about claiming a baby girl or a baby boy. Can I, can I claim a baby girl or a, a, a baby boy? You know, the best way to answer that question is with another question. <laughs> if you were able to do that, what scripture would you say be standing on? You know, it turns out I can't find one scripture in the Bible that says that you can claim specifically a baby boy or baby girl. You can't do it. But there's plenty of scriptures in the Word of God that says that you can claim a faithful womb and that you can claim a quiver of kids. So a faith, by faith, a couple can claim children, but not a specific gender. Now, I know of people that God has absolutely told them what they're going to have. A good friend of mine, Bayless Conley, who pastors Cottonwood Christian Center down in Orange County, in that particular neck of the woods, the Lord spoke to him. He says, you know, he says, you're going to have one girl and two boys. One girl and two boys. I'm going to turn that off. Test. You're going to have one girl and two boys. Well, the first one that was born was a boy. And then Janet came home and said, I'm pregnant. And guess what? We're having twins. And she said, well, one's got to be a boy. And one's got to be a girl. Because that's what the Lord said. And you know what? They had a boy and they had a girl. God told them. That's a big difference. Why? Because the Spirit of the Lord led to him in that particular area. Here, here's another area that uh, is uh, people get off in. Uh, can I claim a spouse? Yes, you can. I can remember when I went down to Bible school when I was only 24, 25 years old. And you know, at 24 and 25, you want to get married. And uh, so I claimed a spouse. You can claim a mate. Can you claim a specific mate? <laughs> you cannot. You know why? I mean, you may look across the room and say, ooh, there's Charlie over there. <laughs> if your name is Charlie, I don't mean it wrong. Charlie is looking fine. Girl. <laughs> Charlie, ooh, Charlie. I'm claiming Charlie. You know, in God's divine providence, you and, may, you and Charlie may get together, but you can't claim Charlie. Now, why is it? Because Charlie has a will. 
And Charlie may not want you. As much as you may want Charlie, Charlie may not want you. Or if you're a guy and you walk in and you're, ooh, Charlene. Ooh, Charlene looking fine today. I'm going to claim Charlene to be my wife. Can you do that? No. Why? Because Charlene has a will. And God will never override his will in regards to claiming things. Look with me at John 15, verse 7. John 15, 7. Yeah, you can claim a mate. The Bible says, delight yourself in the Lord. He'll give you the desires of your what? Of your heart. But I love this in John 15, 7. Here's something Jesus said. Will you believe what Jesus said today? Notice this in verse 7. He said, if you abide in me and my words abide where? In you, you will ask what you desire And it will be done, what? For you. I looked up the word ask there yesterday. This is a powerful truth. Jesus said, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will and it shall be done unto you. The word ask there. Let's just work with this for a minute. The word ask in John 15, 7 literally means to desire, to crave, to require, Or to call for. Call for. Now we could read it like that with this in mind. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will call for what you desire and it shall be done for you. Oh, that's powerful. You shall call for what you desire that's based on the word. Because you're abiding in him. And his word is abiding in you. So if you're abiding in him and his word is abiding in you, you're not going to ask anything outside of his will or his word. But oh, thank God, if you got the word of God on it, you shall call for the thing you desire and it shall be done unto you. You know what this tells me? We should not be calling for things that we don't desire. The world does this all the time. Think about it. Things are said on a regular basis, even among Christians. Well, I know there ain't much to me. I know I'm not the prettiest thing. Folks talk about, you know, how poor they are. As if it's some sort of a proud status. You know, we're poor, but we're humble. You know, we're, we're, we're poor, but we, we love the Lord. You know what you're doing? Is you're shooting yourself with your own weapon. What we need to do is start talking what God said about us. Never say you're dumb. Never say you're ugly. There ain't no such a word in the Bible as ugly. You are not ugly. You are fearfully 
and wonderfully made. I thought I'd get more people to agree with that. There ain't nothing ugly about you. You're fearfully and wonderfully made. And you're not stupid. You may have grown up in a home where they called you dumb and they called you stupid and told you you'd never amount to anything. What do they know anyway? Many of you grew up in homes where the Word of God was not final authority. It was not first place. So what was first place in the home was the first thing that came to mind. Especially when you bought that report card home. Oh, you're dumb. You're stupid. You'll never amount to anything. You're, you're not going to make it in life. You're a failure. Listen, friend, God never created stupid people. He never created dumbbells. He never created people to fail. He created us to succeed. He created us to prosper. Everybody in the word of God, according to the word of God, has the mind of Christ. You know what I say on a regular basis? I say I'm quick. I'm bright. I'm good looking. I'm very rich. And you know what else? I'm a major blessing. The world has a certain language, a certain vocabulary. And we started out this series in the beginning of the year. Don't be conformed to this world. But be transformed, be changed by renewing your mind by the word of the living God. Begin to call the things that be not as though they were. Look back at Romans chapter 4 verse 17. Talk victory. Talk grace. Talk joy. In Romans 4 17... We've already looked at it, but the end of the verse is that God calls those things which be not as though they were. Read that three times. God calls those things which be not as though they were. Again, God calls those things which be not as though they were. Again, God calls those things which be not as though they were. Now look this up in Young's translation and listen to what it says. God calls the things which be not as being. God calls the things which be not as being. God said, let there be light. Let light exist. Let light become. And light came. God called Abram the father of many nations, and bless God, he became the father of many nations. Now look at Isaiah chapter 55. Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11. Great things can be accomplished by saying what God's word says. 
Great things, glorious things can be accomplished. Isaiah 55.10 says, For as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven. Thank God we haven't seen snow in the Bay Area. And it doesn't return thither, but waters the earth and maketh it bring forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. Verse 11, ready, read it. So shall my word be that goes forth out of my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. Now, I want you to pay particular attention to the word accomplish. This word accomplish is not just communication. When God says my word is going to accomplish, that means that his word is going to produce. That his word is going to bring something about. If God's word will accomplish things, produce fruit, and do things that we need done, then our words can do the same thing. Our declaration should be, so shall my word that goes forth out of my mouth, it shall accomplish the pleasing of God. It shall produce fruit in my life. What this is saying, saints, is you and I can send the word. We have the privilege of speaking his word. Sending his word. His word will bring accomplishment into your life. His word in your heart and on your in your lips will accomplish the pleasure of God. Speak the word, say the word, and let God watch over his word to perform it. Are you here? Say it with me, so shall my word. It'll be accomplishing. See, you are a speaking spirit. Words produce. We can speak words out of our spirit. And we can release power that creates good things. Power that stops bad things. Power that strengthens and edifies. Words that soothe. Words that bring peace. Words that bring joy. Words that heal. Words that bring, bring provision. Oh, saints, get a clue. This word will stop depression. This word will stop family curses. Uncle Joe had a heart attack. His dad had a heart attack. His granddaddy had a heart attack. And you know what? They were 42 when they had him. And I'm turning 42 tomorrow. This kind of stuff goes on all the time. People are setting themselves up for the curse with words that are in reverse of God's word. This word can stop family curses. 
This word can stop you from smoking crack. This word can stop you from drinking alcohol. The word of God in your heart and in your mouth will bring deliverance to your life. You know what else? The word of God in your heart and in your mouth will stop migraine headaches. Instead of believing and saying, you know what? I get migraines about three, four times a month. Why not say, you know what? I've had the opportunity to have several migraines, but according to the B-I-B-L-E, I'm standing on the word of God and I'm calling my head free from migraines. I'm calling every organ, every tissue in my body functioning in the perfection to which God created it to function. Amen. Faith-filled words will dominate the laws of sin and death. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Christianity is called the great confession. If believing in your heart and saying with your mouth will get you out of hell and bring you into heaven, don't you suppose it'll put bread on your table? Don't you suppose it'll help you pay your rent? I mean, we're dealing with God here, aren't we? We're dealing with a system that's much higher than the world system. We're dealing with the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. And this law sets us free from the law of sin and death. And I don't care what your relatives say. And I don't care what they say on radio about speaking faith-filled words. I don't care what they say. Because what they say doesn't affect me. What I say affects me. What I say according to the word of God affects me. This word will accomplish things in your life. It'll take you right out of depression. It'll remove fear from your life. I'm telling you, it'll get fear and literally cause it to dissolve. You see, when you keep your mouth, the Bible says, whoso keeps his mouth keeps his soul from troubles. Tomorrow's Monday, for example. I don't believe in blue Mondays. You know, you look out the window this morning, you could have had a golden opportunity to get depressed. But I can't find anywhere in the Word of God about a blue Monday. But I can find this is the day that the Lord has made. And by the grace of God, I am going to rejoice. And I'm going to be glad in it. Oh, hallelujah. Monday, watch out. Here I come. I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. Things are going to be different tomorrow because this is the day that God has made. Somebody says, I wish I could believe that. You know what? You can. If you really desire to believe what I'm preaching and act on what I'm preaching, it will change your life. It'll literally change your soul. If you keep your mouth, you'll keep your life. Well, you know, Pastor Mark, you never know. You just never know. I'm getting on a jet tomorrow. You never know. Some terrorists may just drop a bomb. Not on my lap. You know, perilous times are all around us, Pastor Mark. Perilous times, tough times, difficult times. Look what's happened in Egypt. Look what's happened in Lebanon. You know, you know, all these things are happening around us, but it will not come near you. 
Come on, somebody. It doesn't have to come near you. Job said, the thing that I greatly feared came upon me. In other words, fear-filled words attract the law of sin and death. But faith-filled words keep us, hallelujah, under the wings, hallelujah, of the Most High. You can't, you can't shut down in life. You can't live your life in your home. Yeah, but you heard all about the, the drive-bys and the sneak-bys and the, all that stuff. Yes, we've heard all about them. And our heart goes out to people. But you know what? We have a covenant with God. And our covenant with God says that he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High, he's going to abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Glory to God. And then in verse 2 he says, I will say of the Lord, he is my fortress, he is my refuge, my God in him will I confidently trust. Oh, come on, Lord's. Now listen, all you got to do is make him your habitation. All you got to do is let this word dwell in you richly. Speak what God's word says about you. You may not know everything from Genesis to Revelation. I don't know everything from Genesis to Revelation. But I know how to get out of bed in the morning. And I know how to pay my bills. And I know how to keep my body whole and my body healed. When doctors have told me you should have been dead, God said with long life. With long life, I will satisfy him. I'm not talking to you about something that I think today. I'm talking about something that I know. I know in whom I have believed. And I'm persuaded that he's able to keep that which I have committed unto him against that day. And if it will work for me, it will work for you. Because God's no respecter of persons. So don't sit out there and look at me like, Preacher, when are you going to be done? I'm going to be done when the Holy Ghost says I'm done. Don't look out that at me with that attitude. Oh, he's talking about words again. You better believe I'm talking about words. Words dominate the law of sin and death. Words create. Words bless. Words heal. Just in case you had an attitude, lose it. I'm not here playing church. I'm here proclaiming life. And if you lacked on this word that has been preached... Glory to God. God will deliver your soul from death. You don't have to buy into the depression of the devil. Oh, Pastor Mark, I feel so oppressed. Every time, you know, every time of year about this year, I get depressed. I get oppressed. I get oppressed. You believe that? You say that? If you say so. Are you listening to what I'm saying? You can change your confession. You can change it and you can declare, thank God, he's the glory. He's the lifter of my head. I've had plenty of opportunities to be depressed, but I'm passing them by. Because the joy of the Lord is my strength. Hallelujah. And you know what? I'm keeping my heart merry. Glory to God. And a merry heart does me good just like a medicine. Amen. I should preach another hour just to make some of you mad. Yeah, double dog dare me, I'll tell you right now. <laughs> Woo, glory to God. Let's lift our voice and thank him for his word today. 
Hey, shalabo kosama lite elamandola mahai. Hallelujah. Faith-filled words stops devils. Oh, but Pastor Mark, the devil this, the devil that, the devil this, the devil that. What about Jesus this? What about Jesus that? What about the name above every name? Come on now. Let's stop magnifying the devil. Let's magnify the Lord. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. <laughs> Woo! Oh, my, my, my. I was born to preach this. I was born to preach in the Bay Area. I was born, glory to God, to speak what God's word says. You were born to say what he says. I dare you to say what the word says. Get depression out of your mouth. Get oppression out of your mouth. Get sickness and disease out of your mouth. My son, attend to my words, incline thy ear to my saints. Let my word not depart from before thine eyes, for they, my words, are life to those that find them, and health and medicine to all their flesh. Speak what the word says. I will serve the Lord my God. He will bless my bread and my water. He will take sickness and disease away from the midst of me. Glory to God. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgiveth all mine iniquities, who healeth all my diseases. Hallelujah. <laughs> Woo, glory, 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 glory. Yeah, egg me on just a little bit more. I didn't come to church to play with you. I came to church to stand up here and speak the, all the words of this life. His word is life. His word is health. His word is light. You get this word in you and you become dangerous to Satan. You can become dangerous to his kingdom. Carriers of the word of life. <laughs> Whoo, my, 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 my. And we're not quite ready to go into the next area. But we'll be there soon enough. That's all for right now. Let's all stand to our feet and thank him for his word. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God.